Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the channel. It is Denise Salcedo, and I am joined by none other than Brian Alvarez. We are going to be doing WWE Royal Rumble predictions. What's up, Brian? What's going on? You know, I'm excited to have you on. I was so happy when you said yes. I know you're a busy man with a busy schedule. And when you said yes, I was like, oh, thank God. I think we did the same thing last year, didn't we, for the Rumble? No, no. I went back to go check because I wanted to make sure which prediction show we did. We did Forbidden Door together. Oh, Forbidden Door. For some reason, I thought did it was I the win? Rumble too, but it wasn't. <laughs> I don't remember. I feel like we were pretty spot on with the picks and with such a uh, big card, I feel like we were just like all over the place. I should probably go back and check to see whose predictions were right on that. Yes, yeah, so you should always have a wrap-up show where you, where you find out who was, who was a prognosticator and who was a fool. That's true. I should do that. I definitely yes. should. So, Brian, seriously, I want to thank you so much for being on here. I feel like the Rumble is probably one of the most exciting pay-per-views to talk about, especially when it comes to predictions, because you never really know what's going to happen on top of WrestleMania, because WrestleMania is always really fun to talk about, too. But I want to start off by like asking you, where does the Rumble rank for you in terms of like pay-per-views, shows that you get excited for and all of that? Well, do I have to be that guy? <laughs> I, I don't really care all that much about the Royal Rumble nowadays because I'm old. And, you know, when I was young, the Royal Rumble was, was very exciting because nowadays, you know, there's just this assumption that everybody knows what the Royal Rumble is. So, you know, we got the Royal Rumble coming up. You know, there's going to be two Royal Rumbles or whatever. I, don't, I haven't looked today, but, you know, Monday... The go-home Raw, the go-home Raw for the Royal Rumble. There were seven women out of 30 that had even been announced. And there were 15 guys. And, you know, we go back and we watch retro Raws. And we're actually just finished the 1994 Royal Rumble, where Brett and Luger tied. But, you know, prior to that, for like nine weeks on the show, they would have an event center. And, you know, we got a new entrant into the Royal Rumble and they'd have three names this week and they'd have three names next week and or the week after and whatever. And you knew at the time that, OK, well, whoever wins this Royal Rumble, which, by the way, was kind of the case for 94. But whoever wins this Royal Rumble, they're going on to WrestleMania and they're getting the shot at the title. And I'm not saying that's not going to happen this year, but over the years, you know, I think there was kind of this feeling that, well, you know, we do the same thing every year. We need to do something different, even though I'm not a sports guy, but there's a Super Bowl every year. And there's been a Super Bowl every year in some form since like 1916. And it's the same thing every year. There's there's a regular season and then there's playoffs and then the two best teams go to the Super Bowl. Like there's never, you know, it's never like in 1965, you know, whoever's in charge of the NFL goes, oh, we got to do something different this year. We're going to have three teams. We're going to have a triple threat. No, it's always like that's the way it's been for a century. And there was never a need to change it. And it's still going to be the most watched thing on television in all of 2023. But in wrestling, it's like, oh, we got to do something different. You know, this year there's going to be a tie. Uh, this year, so-and-so is going to win, but we're going to swerve everybody. They're actually not going to go to WrestleMania. We're going to do this, whatever. And so, you know, I, as a fan, 
you know, I don't watch the Royal Rumble going, oh, man, I can't wait to see who wins because, you know, they're going to go on. They're inevitably going on a WrestleMania. They might. They might not. You know, they may get a shot at Elimination Chamber. So the champion might lose a title Elimination Chamber. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? So, you know, now it's kind of what is the Royal Rumble? Well, now the Royal Rumble is who are the surprises going to be this year? Who are the people you don't expect that are going to go on to not win? Okay, well, at this point, we're going to have, uh, you know, 23 women we don't expect, and uh, none of them are probably going to win. And then, you know, we're going to go. And plus, you know, you got, uh, with the women at least, you got two championships. You got a Raw championship, and you got a SmackDown championship. So, like, the winner, I don't even know who they're going to challenge. Maybe they'll challenge the Raw. Maybe they'll challenge the SmackDown. Who even knows? And then, you know, Cody, I presume. Well, we'll get to that later, but. To me, it's just like, I like the Royal Rumble because, you know, people are going to come over and we're going to get pizza. But, you know, it's just like, there's nothing about it that's any, there's no sense of finality anymore to the Royal Rumble. It's like, well, at the end of the day, these are the winners. These are the champions. And then we got three months where they can just mess it all up again. So, no, I I used to be more into the Royal Rumble than I am now. It's going to be a fun day and everything like that, but. When do you think, when, what period do you think you kind of like started to lose a little bit of interest or when do you think you were like, okay, like this is like a really good time where I know they're going to keep it going and it's still going to be awesome. When do you think you started to kind of like uh, maybe lose a little bit of interest in the rumble? I don't know if I lost interest in 1994, but you know, as soon as they did that tie and it's kind of like, okay, well now we're going to have a tie and then, you know, they, they kind of got, got back on track a little bit after that. But, you know, once you start messing with the formula and once the rumble is not, this person is guaranteed to go to WrestleMania and this champion is guaranteed to be the champion of Mania. Like in the old days, when the rumble was over, you knew the main event of WrestleMania. When the rumble is over on uh, Saturday, we might know the main event to WrestleMania, but we may not. And like there were years when the the whatever happened after the Royal Rumble, it's like, you know, it was maybe it's the main event. Maybe it's not. And, you know, we had the period where we had two nights of WrestleMania. So then it's kind of like, well, you know, somebody's going to not win the Rumble and main event WrestleMania. So I don't know. I, I it's not like I don't like the Rumble. You know, there have been good Rumbles and there have been bad Rumbles. And hopefully both of these Rumbles are good. But. You know, it's just uh, it's just a bunch of stuff that happens now is what it is. I hope so, too, because last year's Rumble, I kind of felt like pretty down about that because, you know, it is that pay-per-view that I think a lot of casuals that maybe don't tune into wrestling on a weekly basis or even a monthly basis that still tune in and, you know, want to watch the show because it's a fun thing. You know, the surprises, who's going to come out, this and this and that. And last year, I was disappointed. And but I'm still like I'm feeling pretty hopeful about this year's Rumble. I know for the men's, we still we got already quite a few names that were announced for the women. There's still so many I'm expecting to see a lot of NXT call uh, an NXT appearances, but we'll get to that later. But I do want to ask you, Brian, because this is one of the things that I feel we're constantly talking about when it comes to the rumble, when you think of your favorite, whether it is favorite rumble, favorite rumble winner, or even favorite rumble moment, uh, looking back for you, uh, what is it? I don't know if I have like a favorite rumble, but they were like great rumbles. Like the, the rumble that, that Ric Flair won uh, when the title was on the line. Uh, the, I guess it would be 1990 rumble when they set up Hogan and warrior uh, thing with the rumble too, is 
uh, Tom and I, Filthy Tom and I, we went back and re- we rewatched every single Rumble from the beginning all the way. And this was only a, a few years ago. And uh, I, I've watched a lot of Rumbles. And, uh, you know, I, you know, some people were like, oh, man, you remember the 2007 Rumble? It's like, no, I don't remember the 2007 Rumble, dude. I've watched like 40 Rumbles. I can't remember all these Rumbles. It's all a blur now. Yeah, but, you know, some of them stick out more than others. And here's the thing with the Royal Rumble. And my child. The thing with the Royal Rumble is the best Rumbles are the Rumbles where there's a great story to the Rumble. Like the the whole Rumble is a story. And, you know, the the Rumble where Ric Flair came in number three and Bobby Heenan's on commentary and he's just freaking out the whole match. And, oh, my God, I can't believe it. This is, you, you couldn't draw a worse number except like one or two. And, and, you know, Flair ended up making it through the entire Rumble and he won. That was a great Rumble. You know, the rumble that they did where, uh, um, you know, I, I can't remember which rumble it was. It's just a few years ago where Brock came in and he's just like massacring people. And he's just throwing out one dude, one dude, one dude, one dude. And then he gets eliminated, set up the big mania match. You know, the, the matches where they do stuff like that, those are the best rumbles because they're good stories. And especially, you know, I don't want to be that old guy again, but, you know, we have seen rumbles over the last, you know, five years or whatever, where it's like, okay, you know, the Rumble's all about who who's coming out next. Oh, there's, uh, you know, the Repo Man or whoever. And then he gets thrown out. And everyone's, oh, you know, we were happy to see that guy. But really, it's just nothing happens the entire Rumble. And then at the end, somebody wins. And it may be somebody who wanted to win or it may be somebody that made sense. But there was no real story over the course of the, the Rumble match. And, you know, I, I don't know how either... Uh, match is going to go on Saturday, but I mean, especially with the women, we have seven women, seven announced thus far. And of those seven, there's like two that have a realistic possibility of winning and going on a WrestleMania. Obviously one is live and they started a story, which I think they had zero follow-up on Monday, if I recall correctly, where she wants to go in first. Yeah. There was no follow-up to that. That's stupid. And then, you know, a fight breaks out and then they, they do whatever. And then the others, obviously, Rhea Ripley. But that leaves 23 women we are not expecting. And, you know, what's, what's the story here? Like, okay, the Bellas show up. That's a surprise. We didn't expect them there. They buried the company Monday. Well, here they are. And they get thrown out. And then here's Alundra Blaze. We haven't seen her in a long time. You know, she throws someone in a garbage can. She gets thrown out. Whatever. What's the story through the Rumble? I don't, and maybe they have a great one. Maybe they have a great one involving Rhea, where like maybe like Rhea's first, and everyone that comes in, she throws them out. So she's the only one in the ring for the entire match. That would at least be something. I think but, they're going to do that with Liv Morgan, actually. Based well, on what they the, said, the I have a like, feeling it might be Liv. It could be, but Liv is small. And so it, this would be like Rhea would do the version of Brock, where Rhea's the first in, and like nobody lasts more than two minutes with her. And she would just be there like some something where it's memorable and it's different and it's a story. That's what's going to make these matches good. I mean, to a lot of fans, what makes them good is, oh, I did not expect to see Santino in the Rumble or whatever. But I don't care about that. Like, you well, know. at least we know we're not going to get Santino Morella in well, the we won't get Rumble Santino. this year. <laughs> yes, I don't think. You never know. We got Mickey James. That's true. Oh, God. Maybe I shouldn't have spoke too soon. But, Brian, we got a couple of super chats in here. I want to get to some of these, and then we'll go ahead and dive into some of uh, the other matches on the card. But we got Brandon Charles Powell, who says, so how much money in super chats will it take you for both of you to sing a duet for us? Brandon, you don't got that kind of money, buddy. 
You don't got you don't got money like that. Not happening. <laughs> Daniel Brewer sends in a super chat saying, "What happens when Sami Zayn is eliminated and Al Generico is number 30? Not happening, brother. Not happening. We got some very wild scenarios here in these super chats regarding uh, all of this. We got Dagan uh, Dagon S. Broad who says. Hi, blokes. Do you think Ronda versus Becky is still the plan for Mania? If so, does Becky win the Rumble and Charlotte lose the belt to Ronda at some point? So I guess we'll, we'll talk more about, you know, our picks for the Women's Rumble in just a second. Uh, but do what, what are your thoughts here, Brian, in terms of what we may be seeing for the women in terms of main eventing uh, for WrestleMania, either night one or night two, or, you know, what the big match for the women's going to be? Well, I don't have, uh, you know, I, I can't, I'm not reporting this, but uh, the impression I have is that Becky and Ronda is not the planned match for WrestleMania. And Ronda's off TV. She lost the title. She's not scheduled to be at the show on Saturday. She could always be there as a surprise. You know, they, they like to do things like that. But, you know, the, the Ronda thing is, it's just like, here, the thing with, with wrestling is, you want to do long-term storylines and you want to save big matches for big events. Okay. And a few years ago, the biggest women's match you could have done at WrestleMania was uh, Becky and Ronda Rousey, preferably with both titles on the line. But uh, the problem when you, when you book long-term and you're looking years down the road is uh, stuff happens and people stop caring about people. And this Ronda Rousey thing in 2022 was a disaster. I don't know why they turned her heel. I don't know if it was her idea. If it was, somebody should have said no. Uh, she was, you know, not the biggest. It's hard to say if she was the biggest star because she probably sold the most merch and, you know, whatever. But the fans saw her as a big deal as a baby face. And then they did a totally random nonsensical heel turn at which point nobody cared about her anymore. And, you know, before she lost the title, I mean, did I care about Becky and Ronda at Mania? No. Uh, who cares? Like they, they'd done nothing with Ronda and, you know, she had been the champion or whatever, but it was nothing. It was not like an exciting reign or a, you know, anything like that. So they, they, they effectively killed interest in Ronda Rousey. And, you know, I'd much rather see, uh, Becky versus Bianca or for me, it's know, Becky and Rhea, especially after yeah, that face off that they had on raw Becky, Bianca and Rhea. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be an awesome match, but uh, I, I'm not, I, I do not care about Ronda in the main event. I, I may have cared earlier in the year, but by the end of the year with that heel turn, I didn't care at all. I don't think they protected the aura of Ronda Rousey because Ronda Rousey, obviously, you know, big mainstream star and everything. And I don't feel they really protected that in WWE where she went from being like, oh my God, we're so lucky to have Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey here. Oh, this is so cool that she's here to, oh, it's just Ronda Rousey. And you can tell like, even in terms of like the reactions that she was getting from the crowd. And I do think that a lot of her aura was kind of, you know, just a little bit dismantled uh, with what we were seeing on weekly television with her. Well, I think that uh, in wrestling, like fans, fans have to care about a person in some way. And, you know, when you when you have a character that fans really liked and then all of a sudden one day they just are acting heelish and there's no real reason for it. And their 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 character just does a 180. It's like 
you don't care anymore. That's that's the problem. Like if you if you have a character who's good, and then you know there's circumstances or whatever, and you know they start to do this turn, and the turn makes sense, and you don't like it, but you know why, and you know everything. That that works a lot better than just you know. Listen, when I'm doing a show with Dave. And I'm like, is she a baby face or a heel? And he doesn't know. And I'm watching this show and I don't know. Like, I don't care about that character anymore. I'm, I'm over it. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I should care. That, that, that's the kind of thing that hurts a character. At least, you know, you watch Sami Zayn, Roman Reigns, Jey Uso. I mean, you have no question. Like, who's who do you like here? Who do you not like? What's everybody's motivation, et cetera? Uh, the 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 segment on Monday where Jey Uso stuck up for Sami Zayn, like all of that stuff made sense. There was a reason behind it. They even had a video to show you why. You know why does Paul Heyman not like Sami? Well, he had a video showing you why. Why does Jey Uso stick up for? Them? They had a video showing you why. You understood all of that. Whereas with Ronda, it was like one day she was just mean for no reason. She just and woke up in a bad day. mood. Know, who cares? I don't care. <laughs> we got a super chat here from O2 Tanka who says, hi, Denise. And also, oh my God, Brian, he's the, the best, a huge fan. Hope to see you both on Quizzlemania sometime. Also, I tried to call F4W on Twitch, never can. I'm from Peru. Maybe international is blocked. Uh, that would be a question for you, you, Brian. trying to call us on Twitch? We don't take calls on Twitch. That <laughs> might be part of the just problem. just calls in I general. Oh, in general. Yeah, I, I couldn't answer the question for you. You shouldn't block international calls, but I, I can't answer. But you can always text the show. There you go. Thank you so much to O2 Tanka. All right, so let's go ahead and uh, start. We got one more super chat, and then we'll go ahead and get into the first match. Um, this one is from Joe Compton, who says, uh, I'm a bit scared about the women's rumble. Realistically, we have seen all the surprises in the past. I'm afraid it's going to be a copy and paste, except for a new winner. Uh, do you think that Joe has uh, some some reason to be afraid here or... I guess the way that he kind of worded it. Well, I don't know I'm not mean, about afraid, the question but Joe is, uh, did you like Raw Thirty? Because Raw Thirty was, we saw the same people making the same surprise appearances, doing the same surprise thing for the fiftieth time. Now, if you look at the rating, that showed it really well. It did two point eight million first hour, and then even the lowest rated hour was still over two million. So, like you know, part of that was there's no football, but you know, a lot of people like to tune in and, and see the nostalgia. And, uh, you know, if, if it, it, that same stuff, DX is the same thing every time, every time they're going to be 90 wheeled out there doing the same thing. So like, if you like that, then you don't need to worry about the women's rumble. If you are someone who's kind of over it, like how many times do I see, need to see DX do a crotch chop. I've been watching that for 30 years. Then yeah, you might want to, because that's what the, that's what the rumble is now. The rumble is largely here are people you haven't seen in a while. Holy smokes. Now they get thrown out. Here's another person you haven't seen in a while. If you like that, if you like tuning in to see people you haven't seen in a while, then you have nothing to worry about. But uh, seven, seven women. Yes. So there's a lot. I'm hoping, like I said, I hope we get a lot of NXT surprises in there because I think, uh, cause there's only so many like nostalgia acts that you can do. So I, I don't know how you can't do like 20 of them. Right. You got to get, uh, no. you got to get a couple. You in may there. get 20 of them actually. I don't even know. Like, I don't even know. I, mean, if I can think of 20 off the top of my head. Roster, so, you know, you are going to get more of the, the main roster women, right. but you know, here's the thing. Like, I don't get it. What? Dude, why don't we know more than seven women in the Royal Rumble? 
what is preventing them from announcing 10 more women that are on the roster? What are we waiting for here? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I like the surprise element, Brian. Like, I like to be surprise. surprised. Who knows coming out 11? Denise, who's coming out number 11? <laughs> no idea. You don't know. They could announce 30 people. You still don't know who's coming out number 11. It's still a surprise. And you know yeah. what? A surprise is cool when, you know, you got uh, 25 people announced, but there's five you don't know. When there's 23 you don't know, you know, if you're oh, I'm going to be surprise, so you're like, many oh, surprises. man, who's coming out next? Who's coming out next? I don't know. I've seen 15 surprises. We're, oh my God, I love that. No, but it's, but it, that's the thing though. Again, I don't know what to expect from the women's rumble, but we'll get there. Okay, so let's go ahead and hop into these predictions. I want to kick things off with the uh, pitch black match. Excuse oh my me, the God. Mountain Dew I pitch can't even black predict match. what this match is. So what are your expectations of Bray Wyatt, LA Knight, in terms of what do you think the match is even going to be? Is it going to be cinematic? Know. They're going to turn the lights down. Are they going to be blindfolded? What is Dude. pitch black entail? Okay. It's called a pitch black match because of Mountain Dew. Okay. Literally, the storyline is nobody knows what this match is going to be. This idiot LA Knight doesn't even know what he signed up for in storyline. Apparently, apparently, which I cannot even confirm, apparently the only one who knows is Bray Wyatt. We don't even know that. Because he hasn't so, really given us a, uh, I mean, maybe they now, did now, say just pinfall and submission. That's all we know. Now, Bray did do at least one house show match. It may have been more, but I know he did one because he broke his finger in the one match that I'm aware of that he did. And so, you know, it's not like he is not physically capable of wrestling. Like, apparently he is because he did a house show match. How much he can do, I don't know. I mean, you know, he, he did have uh, health issues before he was released uh, whenever it was, a year or two ago. I don't know what they were. I don't know, uh, you know, the whatever he's in now. I mean, it sounds to me like they know that, you know, people are into this character to whatever degree they're into the character, but they don't really want to see him have a wrestling match. So I feel like he's going to be having a series of gimmick matches once every three months or whatever with somebody. And, you know, this, for all I know, this could be a full pandemic style pre-tape. Uh, they could be in a haunted house. I don't know. All I know is they told me it will be pitch black. And so I expect a uh, completely blank screen and I hear, ow, and stuff like that. That's if that's be not terrible. what it is, I'm going to be very disappointed. <laughs> I hope not. I, what, what is there to get excited what about? What do you mean you hope not? That's what's advertised. <laughs> I don't want to just, it, I might as well just close my eyes. This is what is advertised, okay? <laughs> and that's not even pitch black. That's that's blue. So this we just is what's get advertised. Sounds, just random sound effects coming yes. in. Yeah, you hear a, a clang. You hear those pipes falling yeah. down. They always have those pipes in the back for God only knows what reason. I don't even know why they have all those pipes. This is not going to be do? fun for the live audience. Like, what's the live audience going to be watching? I mean, we're clearly going to be seeing the same thing, but I don't know. I I mean, I, I hope that this is something that I can enjoy because, you know, I do enjoy the cinematic matches. I think if they're done in an interesting way, but I just don't know what they're really going to do here. And I hope it's not one of those things where I have to figure out like the ending and what happened. I hate stuff like that. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but it's a pitch black match. 
And as far as the audience goes, God bless the audience. But in the past, the audience has either had to watch something on the screen or when they are in the ring, they're looking at worms on the canvas. So, Is either one better than the other? Probably not. Know. So are you expecting with whatever the situation is, you're expecting Bray Wyatt to clearly well, get the course. win here, right? Of course. LA Knight no being Bray Wyatt, that'd be ridiculous. I would be upset if LA Knight won. I'm sorry. Like, no, no, nothing well, against the guy, you know, but LA it has Knight to be Bray. Win. He could win if Uncle Howdy cost Bray Wyatt the match. Because my guess is that WrestleMania is Bray Wyatt versus Uncle Howdy. So I would not rule out LA Knight. I don't think it's impossible. But uh, I think that would be rather odd for him to beat Bray Wyatt in the pitch black match. You know what? Maybe, maybe it'll be like this and we'll hear, and we won't know who won. They would do that. They it's would so do black. that. The referee doesn't even know. Oh, man. Um, we got a super chat here from Leonard Aarons III and says, WWE doesn't care about their women. That's Full not stop. true at all. That's not true at all. Listen, I know people are upset about certain things on Monday, okay? But, dude, the very first thing that Triple H did when he took over from Vince was hire a bunch of women that Vince had fired, okay? I do not want to hear they don't care about the women. They do care about the women. Yes, we only have seven women out of 30. We only have 15 men out of 30. And the men's roster is significantly larger. So on a percentage basis, we probably have the exact same number percentage-wise of men and women announced for this Rumble. They do not not care about the women. They do care about the women. Triple H is a big proponent of the women, and he's done a lot for the women, regardless of whether a cage match. You know, everybody, I don't want to go off, Denise. Go off. Take the floor. Listen, <laughs> Monday, okay, they had announced a cage match with Bailey and Becky, okay? They did a segment with the, uh, you know, Roman Reigns, Sammy, everybody, the bloodline, which went way long. And it was followed by a match that went long. And so when it time came time for the cage match, which was in the first hour, the uh, what they decided to do was we're going to skip the match, which was going to be Becky pinning Bailey or escaping or whatever. Becky was going to win, and then Damage Control was going to beat down Becky. Okay, why does Damage Control beat down Becky? Well, they're leading to another match. So if you're leading to another match, what do you need to beat Bailey for in the first place? Okay, now forget all of that. Okay, forget all of that, because what I heard was. How how horrible that you cut their match. What you should have done was given them their match and then cut the DX segment. Cut the Sonya Deville segment, okay? Now, yes, it would have been better if you would have given them their match and cut the Sonya Deville match, which you didn't need, okay? But yesterday on Figure Four Daily with Lance Storm, I asked Lance, who was an agent, who dealt with this stuff on a regular basis when he worked for WWE. And what he explained was what I thought, and that is that as a fan, you could easily go, well, they should have just given him the match and then cut something later, okay? Yes, in theory, that is what the, the ideal scenario would be. But Lance noted that on a live show, which is intricately timed out from from the beginning to the end 
it's timed out in terms of what's going to be your your top of the hour crossover segment. When do you have to take breaks? Which, by the way, because the first hour was commercial free, the second and third hours had to be even more intricately timed out because you had to do more commercials. You can't just extend something in the first hour and just act something in the third hour. You can, but what you do is you screw the whole second and third hour up. You've got commercials in the wrong place. You've got crossover segments in the wrong place. It can't be done. So he noted that there were two options Monday, okay? The first option was you do what you did. You cut the match, and you do the post-match angle, and you get the show back on track, and then you continue on. Or your other option is their match is two minutes. Bailey is beaten in two minutes. You do a you ax two minutes off the post match beating, and that's how you get the show back on track. So as much as people complained about what they did, can we stop and think about what would happen if they would have advertised a cage match, given them 90 seconds to do the match, done a truncated beating afterwards to lead to something down the road? It would have been the exact same amount of complaining Maybe even more complaining. Oh, they don't do that. They hate these women. Bailey got beaten in 90 seconds. So what they did was they didn't beat Bailey. They did the beat down. And now you're going to see a match on Monday with 18 minutes or whatever. They're going to get their full match, their full time on Monday, probably with another stip. Yeah, it's easy to complain and go, oh, they don't care about this. They don't care about that. No, things happen. And I hate to say it. But the hottest angle in WWE by miles is not Becky versus Damage Control. It's Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn, and the Bloodline. And they went a little bit long, but the segment was awesome. And sometimes things happen. And the women will get their due probably this coming Monday. But that's the way things work when you're doing a live three-hour television show with commercial commitments and everything else. Of course. And when you see it like that, you know, and you break down, especially the perspective that you mentioned that Lance Storm brought in, it makes a lot of sense, especially uh, from the production side of it. And one of the things that I saw this as that I preferred for them to do it the way that they did instead of giving them, like you said, a really quick match where, you know, the fans would have been screwed out of, uh, you know, seeing a full fledged match between the both women. So I do think that this was sort of, uh, I don't know the best way to word it, but the, the best way I guess to word it is like a blessing in disguise where, yeah, you are going to be getting more. On what happened right you build off of that and then you know there's the whole thing of hey is becky gonna bring along some friends to maybe have her back you know all of that i feel like there's so much more that can be added on top of that so with that being said that brings us into our women's match for the royal rumble uh we got bianca belair versus alexa bliss for the raw women's championship uh in terms of this one here i i, I personally feel it's very straightforward that bianca's gonna get the win here but uh where are you at on this one and also oh, the lead up to this match well you know there are a lot of very passionate fans and there are a lot of fans that absolutely love this alexa bliss spooky character i hate this character i think it would be a massive mistake to beat bianca belair I think that Bianca is a great champion. I think she's a great personality. I think she comes off as a superstar. And I don't think that you should be beating her. And doing some spooky Uncle Howdy throws his top hat. Alexa Bliss gets to win. She's a champion. I don't want to see it. I have nothing against Alexa Bliss. 
but uh, I don't think that this character needs to be beating Bianca Belair. I agree. I feel the exact same way. I feel like right now they've done such a great job with Bianca in terms of like all of her matches are top notch. Uh, everything that she does is really good. I am a little bit nervous about this match because the match that they had on Raw a while back, I didn't really feel like they had good chemistry with one another. Dude, that match was bad. Yeah. So I hope that <laughs> this one's a, a bad lot better. Match. You know, because yeah. I don't want to see Bianca Belair have a bad match out there, especially also I'm a big fan of Alexa Bliss. I know the characters, you know, hit or miss and whatnot for some people and all of that. And I agree to to an extent. I do like Alexa Bliss because I think with whatever she's given, she knocks it out of the park and she's probably one of the few women on the on the roster that can actually even try to do something like that. Um, and I do wish that they didn't basically throw her in there with all of this Uncle Howdy stuff. But I do want to see them go out there and have a really good match. But I am nervous based on what we saw in that Raw match. Yeah, they, uh, there was some movie and they recreated a fight scene. Yeah, I think, uh, was, I think everybody said it was Scream or something. Yeah. I mean, whatever it was. Or I mean, scary movie. I forget was which horrible. one. Like, they missed one spot after another. The match was just bad. So hopefully, uh, my recommendation, not that I, you know, whatever, but uh, don't recreate a movie scene. Just go in there and have a match. And let's try to have a good one. That's, that's what you. I think. Also, everyone says that it's Scary Movie. Scary Movie 3. I remember. I was like, I know it's one of those two. Okay, so um, let's go ahead. And I hope it was better thing. in the movie. Uh, I, I saw the clip online, and it looked pretty cool, but that was about it. I, I, I didn't actually see the movie. You know, I don't I know if you guys know anything about movies. But, uh, you know, they, they take days to film yes. fight scenes and they do them over and over again. And then they edit the absolute best parts of the fight scenes together and they add, you know, uh, effects and, and sound effects and et cetera, et cetera. They don't shoot it all in one take live. Just, yeah, uh, no, they definitely don't. Um, next up, here we go. And I'm curious to see what your reaction was when they announced this match. For the undisputed WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens. Considering this is a match uh, we've seen before and even at this pay-per-view, uh, Brian, what was your initial reaction to this? Well, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, as as we'll get to, uh, I think WrestleMania is uh, Roman Reigns and Cody and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. And So you don't think they're going to do Roman Sami? I do not. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. I don't think they're going to do that at WrestleMania. Okay. I actually have a very intricate uh, booking idea that I, I partially stole from John Muse. But um, if you want the short version, okay, everybody, everybody loves Sammy, and he's obviously going to split from the bloodline, okay? And I presume Cody's going to win the Royal Rumble and face Roman at WrestleMania. So the issue is you don't want the fans to turn on Cody – because they want Sammy to get the, the title match. So to me, what you need to do is you need to give Sammy a title match. And they have a pay-per-view coming up in Montreal. So I think, and Cody may get, he may get booze based on the timing of this, but I think that what they need to do, my booking scenario, is that whatever happens Saturday, uh, Roman Reigns wins, obviously. And Sammy and the Usos split off from the bloodline. So Sammy and the Usos are babyfaces. Roman Reigns, Solo Sokoa, and uh, since they've been interested in uh, Hikaleo from New Japan or whoever, there's, there's more people added to the heel bloodline. And 
this obviously leads to Sammy challenging Roman Reigns in his hometown for the title. And he's not going to win, obviously. But to me, the whole key is that Jay Uso is he needs to be the one that screws Sammy, not Roman. Because if Roman is fully responsible for this, then the fans are going to want to see Sammy versus Roman all the way to WrestleMania Sammy winning the title. So Sammy needs to get his shot. He needs to be screwed out of the shot by Jay Uso. So the Usos have been plotting this the entire time with Roman Reigns. So in his big moment in his hometown, Jay, who everybody thought loved Sammy, hates him, screws him, costs him the championship match. They beat him down. All of the bloodline beating down Sammy in his hometown. That's when Kevin shows up, saves Sammy, and you need to immediately, immediately get people wanting Sammy and Kevin to beat the Usos. If you do that, they're not going to turn on Cody because there's another match the same day that they want Sammy to win. If you don't, if, if Roman is the heat, you're going to just, they're going to turn on Cody. They're going to want Sammy to beat Roman at WrestleMania and nothing. You have to get the heat on the Usos and you have to get people wanting that tag match on the same night that Cody is going to face Roman. If you do that, everything's going to be all right, I think. If you don't do that, we're going to have another Daniel Bryan, Batista, you know, and that would not be good. So. And that's the thing, like, I don't hate this idea at all. And that's the thing with uh, with Jey Uso, basically, at the tribal, the, the, the court that they did the for Sami Zayn, the uh, Jey Uso being the one to come out and defend Sami Zayn, the, to me, it added an entire additional element that was already there to begin with, but they, you know, amped it up a little bit more having Sami, uh, you know, be defended by Jey Uso, which I don't think anyone kind of saw coming. And to me, no. that just adds more to the story, like another well, layer. It not only adds more to the story but you need to make the fans love jay uso so when he screws sammy you really hate the guy but That's what if sammy heat. screws jay uso and it's messed up because he's the one who defended him and in turn he's betraying him yes. for specifically doing it too yes either way it's gonna kind of be really sad whichever direction they go well, they, you you want the fans to be sad, so yeah, so clearly. then they want to be happy <laughs> by seeing revenge for Kevin and Sammy. Oh man, this is gonna be great! I love this story, and I'm excited for it. And I do think that Roman Reigns Kevin Owens is gonna be a good match. They always have a good match, but yeah, it's very obvious that it has to be a you know clearly Roman Reigns to get the victory here. Um, so Brian, we got a couple of minutes left, so let's go ahead and get into. Um, we've talked a lot about the women's rumble, but just to kind of polish things out here, um. We do already know the women that are going to be in this match. Liv Morgan, Raquel, Rhea, Candice, Shayna, Zelina, Emma. Those are the first names that were announced. We talked heavily about, you know, who the other women are going to be. Is there any uh, NXT women that you would like to see uh, in this Rumble? And is and who is your official pick to actually win? Well, my pick is Rhea because uh, she's been getting the big push. They're putting over super strong on TV. It is ridiculous, this uh, gimmick where she can actually get in the ring and stop people from doing things, and it's not a DQ. But, uh, but she is getting the, the big push, and uh, I think that, that she should win. And 
I mean, it could be it could be anybody. I mean, the reality is we have two nights of WrestleMania. We have uh, two belts, so you know you could you could have somebody uh, somebody else win. I mean, my my uh, I'm I'm not a fan of having multiple titles, so you know I I would be fine with. And I know people don't like Charlotte, but you know I, I would be fine if if somehow you did a match where you know Rhea wins and. I would like to see these titles unified, quite frankly. Uh, if, if it's like, you know, Rhea faces uh, Becky and Charlotte faces whoever, both those matches on night one of Mania, and then the two winners square off on night two and unify the titles. I just don't like all these titles. I don't think you need them, especially because we barely have a brand extension nowadays. I mean, the bloodline's on every show. Roman Reigns, you know, when he's on a show, he can be on Raw or SmackDown. It's like we don't need uh two women's titles we don't need two men's titles so but i i would like to see Rhea win and uh you know anybody really from i i think originally there was only going to be like one or two nxt names and i i think there might be more now i think there there has to be kind of need some uh yeah yeah. plus i think i i think i don't know this for sure but i think I think Nikita Lyons was going to be in the Rumble, and I think she's. Uh, they did the angle on on NXT. Uh, she's got an injured knee. I don't know how bad it is, but I, I would guess she's out of the Rumble. Yeah, I would like to see the Toxic Attraction girls. I would like to see Cora Jade. Tiffany Stratton is a popular one as well. I feel like they can go in, have a moment, and I think the fans will. I think the fans will appreciate that, and it also gets a little bit of more eyeballs on them and whatnot. So personally, I would like to see some of them up there. But yeah, my official pick is also Rhea Ripley. Um, now let's go ahead and get this super chat in here from Benoit Richard, who's also here a member of my YouTube channel. Shout out to Benoit, who says, uh, "What if it's Roman Reigns who gets kicked out of the bloodline at the end?" All Uso in the bloodline with Sammy Uso. Uh, thank you so much, Benoit Richard, for uh, sending this in. And I think this kind of uh, ties in just a tad bit to uh, what you mentioned with, like, you know, the bloodline kind of splitting. Well, you know, I I don't like it because um, it's, you know, a lot of people come up with swerves because it's just something you don't expect. And I don't like swerves that are just merely something that you would not expect. If you're going to do a swerve, like when the swerve happens, you know, it's like, well, it makes sense. I, I get what happened there. I understand. I wasn't expecting it, but it makes sense to me. And to me, to to build an entire year around Roman and Sammy and have the people love Sammy so much. I mean, Sammy needs to be kicked out and get a gigantic win in the end. And, you know, whether it's Roman Reigns. And by the way, I am not in any way averse to the idea of Sammy beating Roman Reigns. I just don't think they're doing it. So, you know, I, I, uh, he's got to have a big win in the end over bad guys, happy ending. And uh, especially with the Kevin Owens story they've been telling, I mean, the perfect story is uh, Kevin and Sammy beating the Usos. And I do not want to screw that up with some, you know, Sammy and the Usos, uh, bloodline all goes heel. They kick out Roman, who's now a baby face. It, it messes up the whole dynamic I've been watching for a year. We got a super chat here from Mike T 90 K who says, Hey, Denise rumble prediction. Austin comes out at 28 Cody at 29 and CM Punk at 30 CM Punk eliminates no. Austin and Cody and goes to fight Roman at WrestleMania. How, what, uh, what, what are the chances here that you would see something like this happening? I, I wouldn't get your hopes up. I would not say it's impossible that Austin is in the rumble, but I don't think he's going to be. I believe it is impossible that CM Punk would be in the rumble and, uh, and Cody, uh, you know, there's, there's, um, 
I don't know. I don't know what I would do with Cody. Like he's, he's returning. And a lot of times those surprises do show up very late, but he's, uh, he's not a surprise. They've already announced him and he's in, he's in fantastic shape. Uh, he's gotten himself in, in great shape. And I think he's going to want to go in there and put some time in. So I don't know what number he's going to be and I don't know what they're going to do, but I think they're going to, I think they're going to get him in there. It would be nice to see him at number one. I would like that. I, I, think be, really I wouldn't cool. do number one because you just never know. He's coming back a little bit early. Like I think the actual time that he should have returned was maybe February. So he's a little bit early. Like he's, he's doing everything. He's in great shape, but I, I don't know if I would necessarily want him to be in that long yet. Right. Right. Okay, so we got a couple of minutes. Let's go ahead and jump into the men's Royal Rumble, Brian. Uh, official pick for you in terms of who you think is actually winning this one or what they might do uh, for the Rumble and any surprises that you think we might be seeing. I think that uh, I think Cody wins. And it's just like every year. I, have, I haven't even really thought about surprises. I mean, it could be, it could be anybody. Fandango could be in there. I mean... I, I think it's it's pretty straightforward. Cody wants his title. He's made it very clear. He made it clear before he left. He made it clear in all the videos coming back. He's here for one reason, one reason only, and that is to to win the title. So, I mean, they could delay it. I mean, you could always do that. You could have somebody else win and go and lose to Roman at WrestleMania, and then, you know, Cody gets his his big win on, you know, SummerSlam or one of the stadium shows somewhere. But uh, to me, you know, Cody wins the title at WrestleMania. That's what I so do. For me, like if Sami Zayn's in the Rumble, I'm going to kind of be rooting for Sami Zayn. But if he's not, then I'm definitely going with Cody winning the uh, entire thing because that feels like the more uh, realistic option. But I think just to be completely surprised, um, I would be going with Sami Zayn just in case because I do think that would be like a huge moment. And I would be very excited to see that. Yeah, I... Um... I mean, it they have in the past had a person do a match and also do a rumble or whatever, or be in a, a segment or something like that. I mean, they, they've made it clear. I mean, Sammy doesn't have a match, but, you know, he's going to be there for Roman's match with Kevin. So, uh, I don't know. They're going to want him in that rumble. I and feel I, like you've got to have, have to come him. Up with some idea. I don't know if it's like... And, and even if it's something like they turn on him and they beat him so badly, stretched out, people are still going to expect him to come back in a body cast. So it's going to be, uh, you know, whoever's number 30, they're in for it. Better be like uh, L.A. Knight or somebody. Because they're going to get <laughs> don't put Ray Mysterio in that spot again. That poor oh, guy. poor Ray. Oh, God. Yeah, poor Ray. We don't want to see that happen to him again. Uh, but, Brian, so we have come to the end of our show. I seriously want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to come out here and do the show. We actually got one more Super Chat. This is the last one I'm going to be reading. This is from Mike T90K, who says, Hey, Denise, new Rumble prediction. Cody at 1, Austin at 29. The Rock cancels his next movie and comes out at 30. Rock versus Austin for the last two Rock wins. Are you expecting The Rock at all? You know, I, I am not really expecting The Rock to uh, to be in the Royal Rumble. But uh, anything's possible in WWE, ain't that right? Yeah, that's, that's what they all, say. Well, never mind. <laughs> all right, thank you so much, Mike, for sending this in. Um, Brian, before we go, uh, please let the people know where they can uh, follow you and all of that good stuff. Well, man, in uh, 12 minutes, I'm on Observer Live. Uh, you can follow us at WrestlingObserver.com. 
the YouTube channel is uh, FRW Online TV. Or the easiest thing you can do is just uh, go to video.f4wonline.com and uh, or search my name on YouTube and it'll the, the site will come up. But uh, we're live every noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Monday through actually every day, Monday through uh, Sunday. Uh, some some version of the show is on seven days a week. And I will be on it today in uh, 11 minutes talking all of the news and more live and free. So head up there, hit that subscribe button. And uh, I'll see you then. The channel's almost at 100K on YouTube, so that's exciting. Very yeah. exciting. If it's Alrighty, there guys. within the next uh, six days, Oreo's going to get the plaque. Oreo the Orca. Woo! A whale! <laughs> be presented with the plaque. But it ain't happening. I ain't going to let it happen. That's awesome. All I'll right, guys. I'm subscribing my multiple accounts. <laughs> We're screwing Oreo the Orca. That's just so mean. No, you didn't. You're horrible. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much to everyone for tuning in and for watching. It's seriously much appreciated that you guys came into the stream. If you guys enjoyed what you saw, please do not forget to subscribe to the channel. I have officially surpassed 85,000 subscribers here on this channel. Oh, man, uh, it's know, a race. Yeah, it's a one. Well, no, you're definitely going to get there first. But please subscribe, guys. I want to get that 100K plaque. That's the dream. So uh, seriously, thank you so much to everybody. And uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Enjoy the Royal Rumble. Bye, everyone.